Good morning and welcome to Bartow Sports Zone. It's time to get in the zone with local sports news information and local sports talk. We're ready to get your game day started. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone team, Alan Sanders, Mike Garcia, Brad Stevens, Nick Sullivan, Jackson Hyde. The whole gang will be around this morning, we hope. And on today's show, we'll visit with Adairsville High School football coach Eric Bishop and Cartersville High School football coach Connor Foster. So uh, we'll get a chance to talk with each of them about their upcoming games tonight. We'll also discuss the Woodland softball team advancing in the state playoffs, the Braves reaching the NLCS, and a lot more here on Bartow Sports Zone. So stick around for the next couple of hours. Uh, We think you'll enjoy it. And we remind you that we're brought to you each week in part by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Schottenkirk Honda, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, All Weather Heating and Air, Frazier Maneri Insurance Agency, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, All Star Roofing, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Three Way Campers, and First Class Collision Center. Well, it's time to get today's show started, so let's welcome in our opening guest on Bartow Sports Zone, Coach Eric Bishop of the Adairsville Tigers. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on this morning. Absolutely. Always glad to catch up with the Adairsville Tigers. Now 5-1 and one on the year, 3-1 and one in Region 6 AAA. Coach, you're sitting pretty in a pretty good spot there. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, as we talked about off there just a minute ago, there's still a lot of football to be played in this region. But, um, you know, as, as I said in the preview uh, article earlier in the newspaper, um, we're just focused on Friday, man. That's our, our little motto right now. We're not worried about tiebreakers and who wins and who lost, you know, loses. Just focus on Friday. Well, you're back in Tiger Valley tonight in an important region game against the Sonorable Phoenix. We'll have uh, live rock and shop, live look-ins throughout the evening tonight on both WBHF uh, with the Cartersville Blessed Trinity game and on BartowSportsZone.com during our broadcast of Hiram and Cass. That's the Norville series, Coach. Uh, we were talking before the show started this morning. It has gone back and forth over the last five or six years. Uh, and, of course, we'll get more into that in just a moment, but – just uh, briefly, you were telling me Sonorable's got some really good athletes again. They do. Um, you know, as as we talked about it, uh, this is one of the more talented um, Sonorable teams we've seen in a number of years. Um, they got a sophomore quarterback, much the same as us. Um, coach's son, same as us. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they've got a balanced run and pass attack that um, – you know, gives you fits because you, you got to maintain. They've got a great running back at number 24. Um, I think he's like second and third in the region in rushing. And uh, so, you know, we've definitely got our hands full. Coach Cudd and our defense staff always do a great job. You know, I think we talked before the Lafayette game and defensively our team defensive stats were not that impressive at that time. But, you know, the ball games that we've played since, um, Coach Cudd and that defensive staff and the kids really worked hard to – to execute our defensive line is getting better. Um, so uh, it's uh, it's going to be a big task, but we're up to it for sure. Well, let's reflect a little bit on last week's big win before we get into tonight's game. Chris Roper, 
two rushing touchdowns and an 80-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. All of that in the first half, it led to a 20-3 to halftime lead. Has to be one of the best performances of his career. It is, and, um, you know, we talked about it earlier in the year. Um, you know, last year we kind of talked about the fact that he he's he's just a really good athlete, a gifted athlete playing football, and, and the difference now is he's beginning to understand the game. The speed of the game has slowed down for him, and uh, he's really become, a, you know, a really good football player. Now with uh, just under 300 yards rushing on the season, five touchdowns, seven pass receptions, he's kind of a, a do-it-all kind of guy. Sophomore quarterback Jonathan Gouge, he just keeps getting better every week, Coach. He does. Um, you know, since the Ringo game, um, we talked about it after that, and then, you know, going into last week, um, the last two weeks he's really grown up a lot. And, um, you know, he and I talked about it walking off the field uh, at Kahula that uh, – you know, it's very impressive to see the the moves and, and the changes he's made in, in his maturity as a quarterback. And, um, you know, there's big things in front of that guy. There's no doubt. He, he's going to be a special one. And, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll share it with our audience. Just making sure people are in the right spots is, is a huge deal when you're playing quarterback. It is. You know, as I mentioned, he's a coach's son. Coach Gooch, his dad, is our running backs coach. And, um, you know, he's been around the game all his life and then, you know, a ball boy in, in middle school and just grown up around it. I mean, he knew all of our offensive signals from the sideline when he was in like the seventh grade. So um, he's uh, he's kind of ahead of the curve um, as far as his maturation process as a, you know, a high school quarterback and going to be uh, it's going to be fun watching him grow up. That's for sure. Lots of other uh, weapons on that offensive side as well. We'll get to those in just a few minutes. Uh, But uh, we've got a huge game tonight for Adairsville. They take on the Sonorable Phoenix. We'll have Rock and Shop Live look-ins throughout the night. Our broadcast tonight are Cartersville and Blessed Trinity here on WBHF. And Cass takes on Hiram over on BartosSportsZone.com. We'll talk more with Eric Bishop, head coach of the Adairsville Tigers, in just a few minutes. We'll discuss a little bit more about his club as they get ready to take on the Sonorville Phoenix. Stick around. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. To WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Hey guys, here at Johnny's New York Style Pizza, we understand that you have plenty of dining options. That's why we are committed to providing the best service we possibly can, maintaining a family-friendly atmosphere, and providing our customers with the freshest ingredients, including local produce and dough that's made daily. So whether you're looking for a slice, a fresh salad, a New York Style sub, or perhaps a pasta dish, Johnny's Pizza is your place. Stop by and see us. When choosing a pro for work on your roof gutters or deck, choose the licensed and insured stars at All-Star Roofing. Whether it's residential or commercial property, our focus on craftsmanship is unmatched in North Georgia. 
for free same-day inspections and estimates. Contact All-Star Roofing at 678-245-9658. Visit 30 East Main Street in Cartersville or find us online at allstarroofs.com. Rest easy under the stars when it's an All-Star Roof. This is Cartersville's own personal injury attorney, Zach Pritchard. Football season is an exciting time, but if a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck has tackled you behind the line, call us today and hand off that stress to us. We make sure your injuries are treated so that you can get back in the game and continue crossing those goal lines. Don't let insurance companies rush you with their tricks and tactics. With Pritchard Injury Firm's protection, you'll never come out of the pocket. So call me today, 470-420-4200, or Google us at PritchardInjuryFirm.com. Good morning, everyone. A little Eye of the Tiger in honor of Coach Eric Bishop visiting with us this morning on Barco Sports Zone. Coach, before the break, we were talking about your offensive standouts, and uh, I wanted to touch on Evan Sanders and Grayson Belcher, your two leading receivers, two leading targets for quarterback Jonathan Googe. Uh, they've combined now for over 500 yards in receiving and eight touchdown receptions. They've given you a weapon on the outside. They have, and um... – you know, the, the unse- I guess, unseen thing that uh, really nobody sees is what, what great blockers they are on the perimeter for us. Um, you know, everybody sees the, the fade routes and, you know, the great catches, but um, kind of what goes unseen or unnoticed, unrecognized is what great blockers and what great pride they take in, in blocking on the perimeter out there. And Coach Belcher does a great job with them. And, of course, the senior running back, Eli Agnew, now up over 500 yards on 84 carries, five touchdowns. He gets a chance to test a pretty good Phoenix defense tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we knew from last year when Eli and Jamar were splitting time that, uh, you know, Eli was going to have to carry the load for us in that T-back position that he plays is, you know, kind of where our offense starts. So, um you know he'll uh, be definitely involved in the in the run game and and in our you know triple option attack and as well as you know our power gap schemes. Coach, we'll get over to Jackson Hyde. He's got a question for you in just a few minutes, but I want to touch on a couple of items from the defense. We saw where Tokyo Gordon, who leads your defense in tackles, made a verbal to Middle Tennessee in the past week or so. You've had other players to go on the, to collegiate careers. Speak for just a moment about the meaning of recruitment within your program and how it helps to validate your program? Well, um, you know, the meaning of it, it, it it's important. Um, it's, a, it's a piece of that puzzle that um, you have to take care of within a, a high school football program. Um, you know, Coach Drew Elrod uh, came on in, in the athletic coordinator's position, and he's helped out a great deal with that. Um, you know, he and I work hand in hand in, in getting film out and, and responding to coaches. Um, and he was, he was very active in, in Tokyo's recruitment from MTSU. They were down here, uh, two Fridays ago and, um, spent the day with us in Tokyo and, um, and then stayed for the game. So, uh, that's, uh, you know, it's definitely an integral part. Um, it's just funny you bring that up because, we have tonight scheduled, um, it's a tentative schedule that Coach Jeff Collins from Georgia Tech is uh, supposed to land a helicopter on our baseball field and, and be there about 845 and stay for the second half of tonight's game. So 
be exciting times and exciting things. Uh, you know, a first for uh, an ACC coach to to land on campus and be right there on our field. Well, with that said, we've got to send it to Jackson Hyde. He may leave the cast game and go up there to see the, the helicopter from Georgia Tech. Jump in uh, that, here, Jackson. That's awful, that's awful tempting. Uh, now that's that's great, and that's great for Tokyo, uh, Coach. I'm going to ask you a question. I've asked the the two guests we had last week. Uh, the GHSA has decided to it appears to go with the 3.0 multiplier. Uh, it doesn't appear that it's going to change your position. Uh, as far as classification concerns, but uh, how do you feel about going to the 3.0 multiplier? Um, you know, the, let, let me say this, and I, I haven't been real vocal about it. And, uh, you know, I have in the past, as you get older, you, uh, you know, you, you kind of learn that uh, things are going to progress in a certain manner and, and complaining and that doesn't really change a whole lot. You got to have people in place to, to make movement. But, um, you know, I will say this, there's definitely an unfair, uh, competitive advantage, um, with regards to anyone that can control their enrollment. I don't care if it's a private school, city schools, uh, charter schools, give it whatever name you want. If you can control your enrollment, um, there's a competitive advantage there. Interesting answer, uh, by the way, Bruce Mulkey just chimed in uh, via text message. Jackson, he said he would pick you up and, and get you to the Adairsville game tonight. <laughs> Sounds like Mr. Mulkey. <laughs> Tell Mr. Mulkey, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's turn to Sonorable coach, uh, quarterback Jackson Pate. He's a dual-threat quarterback you were talking about. Uh, he's uh, also a threat as a kickoff returner, apparently. Punt returner, yes, sir. Uh that it's not something you often see, but, um, you know, as again, you know, a coach's son been around it. I've known coach Pope Pate since, uh, you know, he was a head baseball coach and I was too, uh, in the same region. And now we're both head football coaches in the same region. So, uh, you know, grew up around it all his life. Um, I'm sure he can handle that. And, uh, it, it's something they've started just here recently. I'm sure he's been practicing it for years, but, um, you know, as far as being in a varsity game, something they started, I think, two games ago. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's he looks like he's going to do, do it all for them. You've talked a couple of times about their leading rusher. His name is Zach Lyles, uh, 467 yards and a couple of touchdowns already. A good athlete who's also a baseball outfielder and a pitcher. Yes, sir. That's uh, what we were talking about earlier in the week. I think I may be wrong on this, but um, I think he's been offered by Tennessee Tech, but um, really does a great job in in what they're asking him to do and just pounds the ball and, you know, can can run over you. He can make you miss. And uh, he uh, he's got a little speed, a little bit of speed when he gets an open field. So Norville with four different uh receivers out there with double digits in reception so it's not just a one guy that you got to get covered out there coach no sir it's not i mean we started personnel them on uh on saturday afternoon what you know they're running receivers in and out and uh you know no real go-to guy they spread the ball around much like we do i mean that's something we kind of pride ourselves in um and uh so it it, it is it's a. Uh, you got to defend, you know, the whole field, sideline to sideline, plus the vertical game. So it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a playoff type atmosphere. That's what I've been saying all week. I mean, 
if you want to be in the playoffs or you want to be in a playoff atmosphere, you know, our place is a place to be on, on, uh, on tonight. Well, we'll be keeping an eye on it with both of our broadcasts. We'll have live look-ins from Rock and Shop throughout the evening tonight as uh, we cover Cartersville and Blessed Trinity here on WBHF and the Cass Hiram game over on BartosportsZone.com. Coach Eric Bishop of the Adairsville Tigers, Coach, uh, as always, good luck tonight, and thank you for joining us here on Bartow Sports Zone. Thanks for having me on, guys. Go Tigers. Good luck. Wrap it up. We'll be back uh, with our next guest coming up after the news break. You've known Styles Auto Care as your collision repair specialist in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965. But did you know they're also your headquarters for all kinds of audio, security, and specialty accessories? With audio brands like Kenwood, JL Audio, Pioneer, Alpine, and more, they can make that upgrade you desire happen. Need a hitch, bedliner, toolbox, step bar, or roof rack? Styles Auto Care is your place. They have WeatherTech products too. Styles Auto Care on West Avenue, where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goal. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit us at Latitude Blue under the Church Street Bridge in Cartersville. We are a unique custom designed pool builder offering Pebble Tech and Imagine Pools. Latitude Blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa. We also have a full service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, Mike Garcia. And we'll be joined a little later on by Nick Sullivan and Brad Stevens as well. And right now we're being joined by the head coach of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, Coach Connor Foster. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Always uh, happy to have you with us and uh, glad to catch up with Cartersville Purple Hurricanes football. Cartersville loads the buses and heads over to Roswell this evening to face the four and three Blessed Trinity Titans. Despite three losses, Coach, uh, two of which were without star running back Justice Haynes, the Titans are ranked number eight in this week's consensus poll. This is a good football team. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. I don't ever spend any time looking at rankings. Um, that stuff is insignificant until the very end of the year. But 
Um, they're, they're loaded. They got playmakers at every spot and, you know, everybody knows about the running back, but the quarterback can really, really spin it. And they're biz, big and physical up front and really well coached. So we got our hands full for sure. The Hurricanes ranked number two in the consensus poll, six and zero on the season, two and zero in region seven, five A. Uh, this is really a key game as far as the playoff picture is concerned. Uh, if the of outside folks looking in, take a look at standings in the region right now. You've got Cartersville, Blessed Trinity, and Calhoun battling it out, it appears, for those top three spots. And that's so important, Coach, because only two of you get a home game in that first round. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you go um, every game, and, um, you know, this is this is the next one. So the opportunity to go 1-0, the opportunity to improve on, on some issues that we had last week. We're excited about the opportunity to go and show the work that we've done. And, you know, we love to, to play home games and love to play at Wyman Stadium and, and you know, showcase uh, our student-athletes in front of our community. So we hope we get that opportunity in the playoffs. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, once you once you get in the playoffs, you'll take your chances wherever you get to play. Of course, tonight's game is right here on WBHF pregame, starting at six kickoff at seven thirty from Weinman's uh, from, from uh, the on the road in Roswell. Uh, you had the thir- thirty four to fourteen win last week over Hiram coach Amari White, rushed for eighty four yards and three touchdowns. Now six touchdowns on the season, and Malachi Jeffries had key runs in that now with nine touchdowns on the season. Those two guys have become a two-headed monster for the rushing attack of the Hurricanes. Yeah, they've done a great job. Um, Wow, we're having some significant trouble with uh, Connor Foster. Let's let that catch up a second and see if we can't get the Zoom to cooperate. Yeah, we're we're on a Zoom connection, Coach. Uh, we lost you there for just a little bit. Let's try that one more time. Uh, we were talking about Amari White and Malachi Jeffries uh, being your two-headed monster in the backfield. Yeah, you got me. Yes. Hey, right, I'm I'm sorry. I don't have great Wi-Fi in our facility. I had to walk outside. But those those two guys are uh, really physical. They both run hard. They feed off of each other. Um, and you know, they're great teammates. They're, they're really selfless. They cheer for each other and compete against each other every day in practice. So I'm really thankful for both of them. Yeah. Both now with over 400 yards rushing on the season coach, 10 different players had a reception last week, uh, 14 for the year, have at least one reception on the season. Seven different players, uh, have rushing attempts. I would think spreading it around accomplishes a couple of things, and I'll let you speak to both of these. Number one, it builds depth, and then number two, it saves wear and tear as the season goes along. Which which of those is a bigger consideration? I don't know that one is bigger than the other. You know, it's both of them are important. Um, you know, it also creates a lot of buy-in in our program. Uh, we we preach to our kids. You know, keep working. Um, you know, keep being selfless and, and the ball will find you and opportunities will find you. And uh, we've done a good job with that this season. Also speaks to our, our coaching staff being willing to uh, take what the opponents give us um, and, and, you know, not just be locked in on, on trying to exploit one match, matchup, but to take what the opponents give us and uh, to be patient, but to also distribute the ball so that an opponent can't just lock in on one particular player. So, um all of those things have been key factors to our success is who we want to be. You know, we, we want to get guys touches and get different guys going and, and throw different looks at an opponent. 
Coach, uh, heading into your seventh game of the 2021 season, give us a bit of a report card grade on on your offensive unit as a whole. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, that, that's a tough question, a good question, a tough question. Um, you know, I, I would say that uh, we've, we've been an A. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, every week, every moment, it's not always an A, but I think we've had a great response every week. We've cleaned up things from week to week. And, um, you know, there's a lot of question marks on both sides of the ball. We, we lost 18 starters from last year's team and um, a lot of new faces and a lot of guys that have stepped up. And we've had some injuries and still been able to, to overcome uh, some of those injuries and some adversity that, that we faced this season and, and played a tough schedule. So, um, so far, you know, you're never satisfied. You don't get to enjoy the wins during the season. You look back and enjoy those later on. But so far, I've been pleased. We're visiting with Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. We'll have their game tonight here on WBHF as they travel over to Roswell to take on the Blessed Trinity Titans. We're going to talk more with Coach Connor Foster. We'll touch on his defense and talk more about tonight's matchup with the Titans when we come back here on Bartow Sports Zone. Don't forget, we'll also have the... Bartow County game of the week over on BartowSportsZone.com. That'll be Cass and Hiram with live look-ins on Adairsville and Sonorable. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with more from Coach Connor Foster. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow's Sports Zone. We're visiting with Coach Connor Foster this morning. Coach, uh, a couple of quick questions to hit you with before we send it over to Jackson Hyde with one of his own. Your linebackers, Miles Forrestal, Jake Brassfield, Case Adams, uh, they've been your leading tacklers for your defense. Talk a little bit about their play and the overall play of your defense that puts them in position to make those kind of plays. Well, they're they're all real, really uh, talented players. First of all, uh, they've they've got great talent. But you know, a, a credit to them. You know, elite players develop their talent, and those are guys that work really hard in the weight room, and guys that have, have worked for this opportunity, and and um, you know, been program guys and stuck it out over the years. And they're strong. They're physical. They know the system. Um, but also, they give us a lot of versatility. We we throw some different looks at people and. Um, you know, their, their knowledge of the system has been a huge part of our success. And then, you know, they've, they've grown up a lot this year. Their ability to understand situational football and understand down and distance and able to communicate all the calls and the situations in the game and to organize the defense. Um, you know, their growth has been key to our success for sure. Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, I'll put you on the spot with this next question, Coach. Who's the most improved individual on that defense this year? <laughs> that's a, that's another good one now you, you're throwing your a game out at me today um i would say uh case adams uh, case is a guy that played some special teams for us last year but um a young man that has really really gotten better every week a young man that's really locked in and practice every day uh a cartersville kid that, that loves it that's been you know dreaming for this opportunity and, and a young man that doesn't take it for granted um and it's just fun to watch his growth every week Jackson, jump in here. Coach, uh, a question I've got for you, or more of a just your your opinion on something. The uh, the 
the track record at Cardinal lately has been having the big time quarterbacks. You've had you've had three Division One quarterbacks in a row going back to Trevor. And everybody was like, oh, we've got a drop-off this year. It doesn't look like they've got the quarterback they're used to having. Um, He may not have all the huge numbers because you've got such a good running game, but a little bit about Parker. Tell us what you think about him. Well, I I can't say enough good things about him. And, um, you know, especially in light of um, what you're seeing in the high school game and the college game now, the trend has been if these quarterbacks aren't starting, as freshmen and sophomores, they're they're bailing and leaving programs. And I think there's this pressure that I have to be a two and three year starter to to be recruited by colleges, and um, that's not the case. Uh, Jake Jake has stuck it out. He's been a um, a loyal kid. He's worked really really hard in the weight room. And you know when his body started to, to change, his numbers started to really shoot up. And his and like I said, his body just finally started to catch up with his mind. He's a young man that wants to be a football coach. He loves this program. Um, he's paid his dues. He's ran scout team. He's played JV. He played ninth grade. He, he did all the things. And um, you can see his passion uh, to be successful and his passion for our program and the way that he plays. And he's provided tremendous leadership. And he's going to be a big-time college football player. Our phones have been ringing off the hook. Uh, just a great example of, of a young man that stuck it out, that's persevered, that's going to be successful in life for this experience. Yeah, I, I can speak to that, Coach, uh, having spent my years – coaching as well uh there everybody's not an early bloomer there are some late bloomers out there no doubt no doubt and and, um you know he's just a great example of what makes our program special and another great example that that we can pitch to our kids that stay the course keep working hard you know keep trusting the process it's going to pay off for you um you know he's just another great example in a long line of very successful uh, you know program players and and that's really you know kind of been our success there's there's lots of superstars and guys that have been two and three year starters but those guys that stick it out those guys that don't quit those guys that continue to work and persevere and just love this program they end up being really good players for us and end up kind of being the heart and soul of our teams Blessed Trinity tonight is the first ever regular season meeting between these two programs that have been uh, at the top of the Class 5A game in recent years uh, since last year's regular season game was canceled. Tom Hall takes over as first-year head coach for the Titans. Has his acquisition of the top spot really made any changes to what BT does, Coach? Yeah, I mean, there's there's some changes. Um, you know, there's a new defense coordinator that, that he brought in. And, um, you know, offensively, I, I think he'd like to throw it around a little bit more. Um, but, I mean, he, he's, he's been at Blessed Trinity before. He's been the offense coordinator before. Um, I, I told a reporter earlier this week that one of the things that impresses me is they, they, they are very – um, they 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 have a strong identity. Uh, some teams you play, you don't know what you're going to get. You know they're they're trying to figure it out. But you know, with Blessed Trinity, they they throw some great wrinkles at you. But they know who they are. They they know their strengths. They play to their strengths. Um, you know, and and they just do a really really good job as a coaching staff. Of course, they lost last week, 32-27 to Calhoun. It came down to Calhoun recovering an onside kickoff attempt with less than two minutes to go to seal that game. It snapped an 18-game region game winning streak for Blessed Trinity. Coach, uh, tonight, let's give them two in a row. Yes, sir. Yeah, that, that's the goal. Um, you know, we got tremendous respect for their program, and it'll be an electric atmosphere, a playoff-type atmosphere, and I'm excited to see our kids respond. 
Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Their game tonight will be right here live on WBHF as they head over to Roswell to take on the Blessed Trinity Titans. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 p.m. and kickoff at 7.30 with Matt and Don. Thanks, Coach, for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you, man, for having me. Go Kings. Good luck tonight, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Coach Connor Foster of the Purple Hurricanes will take a Bartow Sports Zone timeout. We'll be back with our next hour. everyone welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone I'm your host Charles Wilson I'm joined by Jackson Hyde and now Brad Stevens Nick Sullivan Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia this segment of Bartow Sports Zone is brought to you by First Class Collision Center who not only provides free estimates works with all insurance companies and maintains a Google five-star customer rating but now First Class has truck collision body shop for all the area's big rigs, that's the 18-wheelers, folks. First Class does all types of mechanical work on all types of vehicles, too. Located just south of Grassdale on Joe Frank Harris Parkway, First Class Collision specializes in fiberglass and aluminum with quality workmanship on all makes and models. Call 770-755-2200 for your free estimate today or visit First Class Collision on Facebook. Well, guys, uh, local high school football, we really couldn't have a bigger weekend. Three of the four games have huge playoff implications. Sonorville at Adairsville, Hiram at Cass, and Cartersville at Blessed Trinity. Uh, All three of those local teams are favored in those games. And then the fourth game tonight is Woodland over at Calhoun. And, of course, Calhoun, a big favorite in that one. Uh, Tell us what you're looking forward to tonight, Nick Sullivan. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, playoff implications. You know, it's only, uh, you know, week nine overall. But, uh, you know, it's never too early to start start looking ahead and – you know, that uh, Sonorville-Adairsville game, I think, is going to be very interesting because if uh, if Adairsville comes up short there, it, it can it could get really bunched up there in the uh, three, uh, three, four, five, six spots there in the in the region. Um, and then with having Rock Mart and North Murray down the stretch, um, you know, it could get a little hairy there um, for the Tigers. But I think I think being at home, um, they'll be able to, uh, you know, get the win tonight, uh, even even in a tight game. Yeah, Coach Eric Bishop on the show this morning during the first hour talking about how good he thinks Sonorville is this time. Uh, may have caught a few people off guard because Sonorville had a little bit of a slow start. The Tigers will be favored in the game if you look at the computer projections. But, Brad, uh, we've covered this game over the years. It's a real headbanger. It is. They've had some great games that we've called and always been really close. And, uh, you know, Daresville pulled one off up in Sonorville a couple of years ago, one of the better games we've ever done. But with these two teams, I mean, I think they're about nine miles apart as the crow flies. Uh, these guys know each other pretty well. They've, they've been through it together. They've been in the same region for quite some time. And, and I look for a really close game tonight. I think the Tigers do pull it out at home uh, and maintain at least that three spot for now. 
but yeah, got a tough, tough road to hoe coming down the way. Um, that that six AAA is a a, a a gauntlet right now. Yeah, another game. Speaking to what Nick was talking about. Sonor, uh, not Sonorville, but Lafayette tonight playing Cahulla Creek. That's another game in that region uh, that has huge playoff implications as those teams all kind of bunched up right now, battle it out for that three and four spot as it stands right now. But, of course, Adairsville, with a win tonight, they put themselves in a position to really climb the ladder, taking on, uh, as you mentioned, Rockmart and North Murray down the stretch. And, of course, LFO at the end. It looks like LFO is the bottom of the barrel in that region this time, still sitting there winless. But speaking of winless teams, there's one in Region 7-5A, Jackson Hyde, that is a real threat, and that is the Hiram Hornets. They will take on the Cass Colonels tonight. It's our game over on BartowSportsZone.com. Jackson, tell us what you've seen looking at some tape of the Hiram Hornets um, just like last year much better than their record uh, I think we talked off off the air they're they're 0 and 7 um, but it's they've they've played seven good football teams um, running backs pretty sporty they do a they do a real good job on the offensive side of the ball I look for a shootout tonight I think uh, I think we're gonna have to score some score some points to win the ball game and and uh, uh, yeah, you know me. I'm a colonel. Got my fingers crossed that everything goes our way, but uh, we're in for a dogfight. Coach Gates publicly stated a year ago and has talked about it for weeks now that he just didn't have his team ready for that game last year. Cass has gone into that Hiram game two years in a row now with a chance to sew up a playoff spot, and they failed to come through even though – you know, we look at these computer projections that don't mean a whole lot except they're good talking points. Cass has been favored now three years in a row, but, Brad, they're yet to pull off a win in this series. Yeah, they got to solve that Hiram riddle tonight. I think a lot of people get caught up in their record, but, I mean, you're looking at the teams that they played. They played South Paulding, who they came within one point in a shootout, and South Paulding has beaten Rome. And I believe they're a really good football team. They, they got blown out by Paulding and New Manchester, bigger schools, came real close with East Paulding, blown out by Flowery Branch, who's a really good team. And they played Calhoun and Cartersville. So, uh, yeah, that record didn't fool me one bit. We've seen them before. Uh, this is an athletic team with a fast defense. The thing that always impresses me about Hiram is how fast their linebackers are. They always have three or four guys – they can get to the ball real quick. Uh, never really big, but just really fast and physical. But, you know, Cass, uh, you know, you, you have Devin Henderson now. He's got another year under his belt, some maturity. You got Freddie Beatty in the backfield doing a good job. And obviously, Sakobi White out there. I agree with Jackson, though. Going to have to put up some points. You don't want it. This is not going to be a 14 to 7 game. This is this is going to have to be in the 30s. This is going to have to be an offensive uh, uh, output for the Colonels like you've never seen this year. And Hiram is the fourth playoff team out of this region for the last uh, couple of years at least. They've uh, not had really strong records. I think they finished five and six two years ago and were a playoff team. And now this year, winless on uh, last year, only won one game and was in the playoffs. And then this year without a win. So they only have one win over the last couple of years, but they've been a playoff team two years in a row. So we look uh, forward to covering that game for you tonight over on BartosportsZone.com. We'll remind you that you can listen live using the audio player on BartosportsZone.com or you can uh, download the free MixLR app. 
Once you're on that app, all you have to do is search for Bartow Sports Zone, and you'll be able to pick up uh, Brad and myself live as we bring you coverage of Cass and Hiram tonight from the Doug. We'll have pregame streamed from WBHF beginning at 6 p.m., and then we'll pick it up live from Doug Cochran Stadium at 7 p.m. as we get ready for Hiram at Cass tonight on BartowSportsZone.com. Two other games to talk about. Let's hit one uh, when we come back with Woodland at Calhoun and the other one, Cartersville at Blessed Trinity. Stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. Sports Zone. We're covering a little high school football for you this evening. Our big game here on WBHF. Matt and Don and Jack Howell will have Cartersville at Blessed Trinity tonight. Cartersville six and zero on the year, two and zero in Region Seven Five A. They travel over to Roswell to take on the Titans at four and three, one and one. We know all about. Uh, the featured running attack with Justice Haynes for Blessed Trinity. He's being recruited by every Power Five in the country that's out there, and he's just a junior. Uh, they also have a Division One prospect in quarterback J.C. French. So Cartersville making the trip over to Roswell tonight for the first ever regular season meeting between these two programs. Blessed Trinity leading the series two games to one. Uh, they've won the last two meetings. The two teams did not play a year ago in their scheduled regular season game because that one was canceled. Cartersville and their daunting defense will be challenged tonight by Blessed Trinity's wing T and power I rushing attack. Uh, but, Brad, uh, I, I tried to get Coach Connor Foster in our interview with him this morning to kind of touch on the fact that there's a little bit of something missing out of this Blessed Trinity team this year. Uh, and it's not just been the fact that Justice Haynes was missing for two of those three losses. Charles, I, I, I called the Blessed Trinity Woodland game, and I'll say this. Based on what I saw, if Carlos was able to stop the run, and let's not forget uh, Evan Dickens is also another running back at Blessed Trinity who does a good job. If Carlos is able to stack the box and stop that run, they're going to have a Blessed Trinity's going to have a hard time beating them because the, the air attack that I did see uh, was not very successful. Woodland picked off a pass, knocked down a bunch of them, uh, and if they completed short passes, the blocking wasn't there, and they wouldn't get. They didn't get a lot of big yards. Um, and J.C. French, I mean, he was pressured a little bit, but he had plenty of time. He just couldn't connect with those receivers. And Woodland was doing a great job in the perimeter. And I know Carswell's got a lot of great skilled guys in the secondary. So you stop Justice Haynes and Evan Dickens, Carswell wins this game by two touchdowns or more. And I agree with you as far as something missing with Blessed Trinity. They did win that game forty to three, but it didn't really get out of hand until toward the end of the game, toward the middle of the third quarter. And uh, that, that little bit of that swagger that, you know, hey, we're going to beat you no matter what attitude, it wasn't quite there, Charles. I, I definitely can vouch for that. Uh, they're still a great ball, a football team, but, you know, they've taken three losses already. Um, they're reeling just a little bit, and I feel like Carswell's going to win this game tonight. Nick Sullivan, let's bring you in now uh, to follow up on that just a little bit. Blessed Trinity is going to be looking at it from a different perspective. They lost to Calhoun last week, but they now have a chance to get right back into the playoff chase or the region title chase if they can beat Cartersville tonight. 
Yeah, it's pretty interesting that last year, you know, there was a three-way tie for fourth place. Um, this year, like you said, if, if Blessed Trinity can get that win tonight, possibly a, a three-way tie for first place if, you know, Cartersville bounces back and beats Calhoun at home uh, the last, you know, week of the season for those teams. But obviously that's getting a little ahead of ourselves. But, I mean, the way I look at it, you know, Blessed Trinity would be up for this game regardless whether they were coming off of of a loss or if they were coming off a win because in that scenario, they would look at it as this is the region championship game. So they would obviously be, you know, highly motivated there. So, um, and as coach Foster put it to me when I interviewed him earlier this week, you know, we get everybody's best shot anyway. So, you know, coming off a win, coming off a loss, he didn't, you know, see there being any difference in the blessed training team they were going to see tonight. Jackson Hyde, you've had a chance to take a look at both of these teams What's your perspective on tonight's matchup, Cartersville at Blessed Trinity? Blessed Trinity, uh, kind of beating on what you guys were saying, that they, they're different. They're not the same team. New coaching staff, I know the schemes probably changed a little bit, a little bit of a growing pain there probably. Uh, but they, they had a tough night at Calhoun. They, they kind of fought amongst themselves a couple times on the sideline uh, in watching the film. They're uh, not as disciplined as you've used to seeing them in the past as well. So, I think the Carswell goes in, and just like Brad said, stopping the run, uh, I think it's a two-touchdown win for Carswell. The other game we'll be keeping an eye on for you tonight, Woodland 1-6 on the year, 0-2 in Region 7-5A. They have to make the short trip up the road to Calhoun to take on the number six Yellow Jackets who rest at 6-1, 2-0 in the region. Calhoun kind of sitting in the catbird seat right now after their uh, win over Blessed Trinity last week. And uh, they won this game last year 38 to nothing at Woodland. Uh, tonight's only the second meeting between those two programs. Brad, uh, Calhoun is as good as advertised in the preseason. Absolutely, and I love that little uh, red barber nod right there, Charles, the catbird seat. Nobody says that anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm ex- uh, you know, you got to be excited if you're a Calhoun fan, the way things are going. Uh, you got a great quarterback, uh, you know, just running the offense like he should. Uh, you got Cole Spear out there catching passes. Uh, committed to Georgia, you know, everything seems to be going right. I, 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 from what I've seen, they dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Uh, you know, they, they may be the team to beat in this region. Uh, I'm really excited about the calhoun Carswell game uh, in, in a couple of weeks. That's going to be a barn burner. Well, we've got coverage for you tonight. We've got Cartersville at Blessed Trinity. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 p.m., kickoff at 7.30 from over in Roswell. You can tune into that game right here on WBHF. Our Johnny's New York-style pizza Bartow County game of the week on BartowSportsZone.com will be the Hiram Hornets at the Cass Colonels. We'll also have Rock and Shop Live look-ins as Adairsville hosts Norville tonight. Uh, if you want to listen to that BartowSportsZone.com game, just go to the website. There's an audio player there. You just click on it, and you can listen live. You can also use the MixLR app to uh, search for Bartow Sports Zone and listen to that game live as well. Pre-game coverage at 6, kickoff at 7.30 from the Doug. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll touch on the Georgia Bulldogs and some other college football when we return. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone as we head down the back stretch 
of another Bartow Sports Zone episode. Let's take a look at some college football coming up this weekend. We're midway through the 2021 regular season. The Georgia Bulldogs, 6-0 now, ranked number one in the country after the Alabama loss at Texas A&M. By the end of the first quarter last Saturday, Georgia was down 14 scholarship players with uh, left tackle Jamari Sawyer uh, out with an ankle and safety Christopher Smith out with a shoulder. Uh, both of those guys going out and not returning. The Bulldogs went on to win 34-10 to at 18th-ranked Auburn. Uh, half of Georgia's six wins have been over ranked teams, two of which, Clemson and Arkansas, were ranked in the top ten at the time. Uh, some exciting times for some University of Georgia football, Brad. Charles, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go out on any limbs uh, right now. I've, I've been a Georgia fan too long uh, to do all that. I uh, can say that I've never seen a defense like this one in Athens, not ever. I, and I was there during the Seymour Stroud years, and they were amazing, had great NFL careers. But this is just phenomenal. Uh, they play with a chip on their shoulder. They play mean and fast, and Coach Lanning has them – you know, dominating line of scrimmage like I've never seen. And uh, I think the from the 2017 team, there was one thing that was missing was a consistent pass rush, and we're not missing that anymore. And I think that's the difference because that was a great defense. This is an elite defense to take one from Kirby. And uh, I'm excited about what we're doing. I you know I don't I think we got enough depth now over the years of recruiting that you know we yes we if we've lost 14 guys next man up and we're okay. Five six years ago we do that we're probably you know four and three right now. The defense has all the stats. Jackson Hyde, I want to bring you in here uh, and toss a number at you. And I know you're a big Georgia Tech guy, but you can give us that neutral perspective. I'll call on Nick as well in just a moment. The Georgia defense, I heard a stat this week, they've only allowed opponents to score on 8% of the opponent's possessions this year. Uh, If you can continue that kind of stop rate, uh, that's the percentage of possessions at which they – uh, have to punt, turnover, or turnover on downs. Uh, Georgia leads the nation in that stat, uh, and it's the best ever recorded in that metric. If they continue that, uh, this team can go a long way. Think about the pressure that takes off of your your offense in general, your, your quarterback. And I know JT's been dealing with some injuries, and uh, Stetson Bennett, who's a, definitely a service, serviceable quarterback, but when he can go out there with knowing, hey, we get – 21 points, we're winning a football game. That, that's that's a, that's a pretty easy Saturday. Nick Sullivan, let's bring you in here uh, with another neutral perspective. What's the biggest weakness you see for this Georgia team? I mean, I think it's the it's the injuries that are kind of starting to pile up. I think, you know, like you said, there, there's obviously a lot of depth there. Um, but, you know, at, at some point, uh, if, it's, if it starts hitting uh, – the injury bug on some key guys and um, you know, you start getting to some of those inexperienced uh, players coming off in the middle of games, especially um, I think that could, you know, eventually, you know, come back and, and bite them a little bit, but that's obviously something you can't necessarily plan for or work around. So that's, that to me is really the only weakness they, they seemingly have at this moment. Brad, I would say, that it's uh, whether or not this offense can be explosive enough. Yeah, I was worried about the run game until Arkansas, I, and then they showed me they were just hiding it, I guess. Uh, you know, Zeus has done a good job 
obviously out there. James Cook's running harder than he ever has. And you have Milton out there who is you know, the tough guy getting the tough yards on the inside. Got a great spin move, too. He's got that great – is that the X button from the PlayStation? Hit the X button with him. Uh, well, that really surprised me. But, you know, Lad McConkey to me, is the surprise of the season. I knew he was a great player when he was in high school, and his performance doesn't really surprise me, but I didn't realize he would do such a good job so early on. I mean, he's a redshirt freshman looking like a junior out there. He burned Auburn up. Uh, out there, uh, got 135 yards receiving, uh, which you know I did not see coming. Uh, so I think the offense is ex- as explosive as it needs to be right now. With JT Daniels, if he's healthy, you saw what they did to Vanderbilt in one quarter. I mean, it can happen to anybody. Brad, I do want to move on, but the next two opponents, number 11, Kentucky tomorrow, where Georgia's a 21-and-a-half-point favorite, and then a week off before a trip to Jacksonville to play currently 20th-ranked Florida, Georgia will be about a 13-point favorite in that if you look at the numbers right now. Which of those is the most dangerous game for the Bulldogs? Florida. Uh, I, I worry about Florida not because of the past. That, that's all meaningless to me. Um, I worry about Florida because they're going to have a huge chip on their shoulder because everybody's counted them out. Uh, they're going to have a week off to hear about how they're going to get stomped uh, down in Jacksonville by number one team, hopefully still number one team. Um, and they don't have a chance. Uh, so I worry about that one a little bit. I don't want the dogs to get a big head. Just go down there and do what you've been doing. Don't pay attention to the cocktail party talk or what happened in the 90s or any of that. Just play play for 2021. A few numbers from last week's Alabama loss to Texas A&M. We don't want to leave the show this week without talking about that. Alabama's 19-game winning streak was snapped. Uh, we no longer have to hear how no Saban assistant has ever beaten him. That streak ends at 24 games. Uh, The Texas A&M win also was the first for a non-ranked team against Alabama in 100 games. It was also the first number one team to lose to an unranked team in 106 games. Uh, Alabama's not going anywhere, though, are they, Jackson Hyde? They're not. Kind of uncharacteristic last week, I thought, they're – defense I, I felt like they were going to control that game from the from the beginning and, and they never really were in control uh super surprising to me but uh we they'll they'll be back that'll wrap it up for this week's parto sports zone show we appreciate you tuning in and listening each and every week we'll be back here next week to try to do it again Uh, We're looking forward to our high school football coverage tonight. Cartersville at Blessed Trinity here on WBHF. The BartosportsZone.com game is Hiram at Cast with live look-ins for Adairsville and Sonorville. Have a good weekend, everybody.